0: So hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Instant Présent Podcast. We're here in the studio today with uh, my co-founder, Joseph. What's up? And Michael Q, who is a big star on the internet, and we're super happy to have him here. Um, It's going to be a super episode. We're going to talk about your strategies online with Instagram, TikTok, uh, your business, and a lot of things. So first of all, man, I
1: will try to get to know you a bit. So um, are you from Montreal? Yeah, I'm or born Shil- and raised, West Island, Montreal. Okay. Um, grew up here, went to high school, at Shalemang in the, east, in the okay. West oh, Island. the nice. Island. okay. And yeah. uh, college, university at Concordia, software okay. engineering. Okay. okay. Are you done with school? Not yet. No, I, I still have a year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> and do you want to go do a master's afterwards?
1: I don't think so. No? Um, I'm not really a school guy okay. to begin with. Right. So I'm kind of just like doing it to try to acquire certain skills to right. maybe do something related to software as a business. Okay. But um, no, I'm not a huge uh, classical education type of guy. I, I like doing okay. self taught stuff, learning online, whatever. Okay. Did yeah. you do your
0: own website for um, only the workshop?
1: Uh, we're two. We're actually we're two. partners. Okay. So okay. the website was done through Shopify. Okay. Had everything set up, and then went all out on the marketing okay. influencer marketing campaigns, one after another. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so um, you told me that you still go to the gym, right? So you started yeah. uh, your keep uh, you still work out. Said so six days a week.
1: Yeah, six days a week at least. Okay. Okay. Do you have a trainer? No, I just do it on my own. Okay. Are you looking for a trainer? <laughs> yeah, are you looking <laughs> for a trainer? Uh, not right now. No, <laughs> not no. right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I pretty much know inside out everything. Okay. And I'm not particularly ready to go, like, think of going to the highest level. But right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's, it's just, just a hobby. It's hobby. Therapeutic. Shape. Therapeutic is very good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, do you, you do meditation? No, 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 not into that. Okay.
2: I mean, it must be super important to keep in shape while you do, you know, online stuff. You are right. putting yourself out there, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's also like just... Uh, I mean, that's why I tell people like that are like maybe feeling drift drifting through life, right. mm-hmm. maybe a little bit depressed or mm-hmm. sad or whatever, that don't have a purpose right. to find a hobby or something they can work on for the long term, day in, day out. Right. So for me, that thing, that extra hobby on the side was the gym. Okay. Day in, yeah. day out, you know what it is? Nutrition, right. sleep, everything has to be mitigated. Yeah. All Everything recorded down for the workouts. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I think when you have a good basement, it's uh, good to build on it.
1: Oh, being... 100%. And it's like... If you have a if you're working on something for the long term uh-huh. and uh, you're going in day in day out yeah. that kind of pushes you to do to be as efficient and effective in your work life right. as yeah. well so
0: because it's discipline at the end of the day so when you have good discipline it's going to show in every aspect of your life right yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And it
2: also pushes you you know to like work your time effectively
1: yeah exactly I mean uh, I used to play more video games before right. mm-hmm. watch a lot more TV shows anime whatever okay. And uh, I try as much as possible now to just sub all of that out. Right. Because I know that as soon as I give in to my emotions and do one thing, mm-hmm. watch one TV, uh, TV show or one episode. Right. Then it makes me want to do other things that are emotionally I feel good, but okay. logically doesn't make any sense. Okay. So and you want to stay productive as much as you can. As productive as possible. Okay. Because I know especially for the business, if you're going down a certain lateral for business mm-hmm. or social media in this case, right. um, you're basically competing against the entire planet. Right. If you're not on your game on point mm-hmm. you're gonna lose against a guy who's like maybe living in the us right. or living in asia or whatever so you
0: mean that the competition is international so there's no boundaries
1: no boundaries at all
3: right
2: there are 1.1 million right now on tiktok yeah yeah, yep yeah. you just post daily
1: a, just reached one million uh last month nice congratulations uh,
2: congratulations, congratulations. pretty good thank so you how long did it take to get
0: there
1: uh it took me since november end of november okay. up to now posting three four five times a day that's pretty crazy yeah this is crazy man so it, it was definitely a journey okay but uh trying to take it to the next level even further so but,
2: like the last november yeah,
1: yeah exactly okay so it's been uh seven eight months worth yeah wow man wow, seven, seven months to get one one million that's yeah. pretty yeah, yeah. good <laughs> i want
0: to know something man how do you describe your style on tiktok because it's so like uh, explosive and you're like uh, pushing information and it's like super active man i i love it it's special
1: Okay, so for uh, the way, this is the way I approach social media in general. If I see everybody's disrespecting a platform right. or if I see everybody's doing a certain thing, yeah. in this case, everybody knows it. Even people that are not on TikTok, they all say it. Cringe videos, dance videos, right? Right, TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. I go the unorthodox approach, uh-huh. complete opposite to the, what everyone's saying or what you should be doing. Yeah. That way, I could different, definitely differentiate myself and uh, I'm a lot more unique on the platform right. and I could get a huge advantage, especially in the long term. Okay. So I do uh, educational style videos. Yeah. I try to be as like expressive as possible. Mm-hmm. Took me a lot of practice to get to that point. Right. Yeah. Trust me, my first videos, Psh, yeah, so bad. Right? They're so bad. Are you still on there? Yeah, are they still yeah, on they're, there? Yeah, they're all there. They're all there? <laughs> so you kept everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm not scared. It's just like, you go check it out. You no, know. but it's
0: good because it's a journey, man. At the end of the day, you got to go through the evolution, like the process, because nobody starts anything and it's going to be like perfect at uh, the start, you know? So you got to get uh, your brand going.
1: Like I had social media. I've been on social media for a while. Mm-hmm. So my ego is pretty much dismantled. If someone's, if I post something and like people are like, oh, yo, he looks fucking stupid. You don't or he, he, looks, <laughs> he looks dumb or whatever. I don't even care right. does it hit you sometimes though is it like is it your is your mindset
2: like straight and like nothing hits you and there's like a brick wall where no oh, moments I,
1: I, get, I mean I get affected if I yeah. claim something wrong right. and I haven't like if I if I actually said something wrong and then everyone's like oh no it's not true and this is mm-hmm. the context and whatever okay. I get it yeah. but you mean like if you didn't fact check anything if I didn't, if I, if I didn't properly uh, explain a certain subject okay. yeah. or if I didn't include all the variables to be considered right. then I'll maybe think of it or make another video to add on top of it. Okay. But uh, besides that, no, I'm not a, I, I really wanna try as much as possible internally for myself to mm-hmm. dismantle that ego and that fear as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I think that's the gateway to go really far.
2: Mm-hmm. Is there any, do you have any strategy for that? I mean, for people that are gonna start like social media, it's something that's very big for, you know, kids right now. How, how do they deal with that?
1: Um, I think it's a really, really long process. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, for myself anyway. Like that's why I said, getting back to the whole training thing. Right. There's a lot of humility that happens mm-hmm. in that entire journey from the beginning to the end, right. or to yeah. the to wherever you are in the gym. Mm-hmm. You start off, you're pathetic, yeah. you're weak, lifting nothing. Mm-hmm. Everybody laughs at you, skinny as hell, <laughs> or you're chubby as hell. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just true. Yeah, and uh, you're, you're you're sitting there, you're you're pushing as hard as possible to your limit. There's nothing else that could bandit and cover up. Right. Yeah, uh, it's just you and the weight pushing to to the absolute limit. And I think uh, that really really helped me build a lot of humility. Right. Mm-hmm. Or social media so all of the surface level cover up kind of stuff I just kind of dismantle as much as possible and uh, I look at the fundamentals right. mm-hmm. but also another thing too is like I have a vision of like where I want to be in the future yeah, like where I see myself right. uh, what I'm doing who I'm surrounded by and everything up to that point is kind of trivial in my, in, in my eyes. Yeah. It is subconsciously trivial, obviously important to some, to some degree. Right. And how did you get
0: started in social media? What was the first like uh, application that you started on or
1: how did it so, come about? I had a friend called Bao. Okay. He's a magician. Um, I've met him, I
0: think actually. Yeah. Oh a yeah. Magician Bao. Yes I did. Yeah. yeah. I did. So <laughs> my buddy, my
1: buddy Bao He's was on social media thing. on Instagram for a while Yeah. and he was getting gigs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just like posting out magic tricks and yeah. whatever, and people, people contact him. I'm like, okay, something interesting here. I was already interested with the internet as a whole, right. but I was seeing him do that and I was like, okay, maybe there's a way for me to, mm-hmm. I should think about this carefully, right? because yeah. there's definitely something here. Then I started first Instagram accounts, grew that page to 25K, 30K followers okay. in the fitness niche. Really? Even straight out the gate, by the way, okay. everybody was saying Instagram pictures, Yeah, just yeah, visual. Yeah. Right? Nobody's gonna read your long form yeah. caption. Right. And you proved like them wrong? I did kind of unorthodox right. uh, from the beginning. I posted up, I repurposed content, added headline, mm-hmm. write a huge long form caption of like 200, 300 words to 500 words, whatever, uh-huh. in uh, fitness. Yeah. And then I did that three times a day, every single day for like a year. Oh, and I only yeah. got like, I got 30K, which is like good, but it's not like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then I started a second account, Meme, meme and Transformation Fitness account, right. and grew that page to 300,000 followers the account got deleted Mm. uh deleted for violation of guidelines Mm -hmm. to this day i still have no idea which violation i committed uh they don't answer really i tried tried so much yeah yeah yeah. wow man the social media platforms their customer service is basically yeah crap either all all ai driven (laughs) or just non-existent right so you get an account deleted yeah there's no nowhere to call (laughs) nowhere to call bro yeah (laughs) like even me right now for tiktok i'm trying to I'm trying to find uh, a way to get some sort of insider ins- in the company. Right. Yeah, I think that'll be a huge, huge, huge game changer for me.
0: Yeah, so if you have one plug, oh. it's easier, you think? Like oh, really, It would change everything.
1: Then, okay. Is it for like information or like? Uh, not information. For if you get, uh, for example, on TikTok, yeah. Uh, just recently, I had a seven-day ban for okay. violations. Really? Uh, the AI saw certain pictures on my green screen. Yeah. Okay. They didn't like it. A violation of guidelines. Took uh, banned me from posting for seven days. Yeah. All right. All right, and then if bad. I had an insider, maybe he'd be like, there was a mistake here because mm-hmm. all the posts that I had, there are violations. Right. They were all appealed and restored mm-hmm. after being reviewed by the team. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like nothing happened, right? Yeah. So it, it still counts, Wow. seven day ban. And I'm like, if I had an insider, maybe I'd be able to clarify, fix that. As Absolutely. of right now, I'm screwed.
0: Does the appeal work the same way on Instagram than TikTok? Like, uh, uh, I'm like- not sure about
1: that. Okay. I think TikTok is more efficient. Okay. okay. With their appeals. Right.
3: Okay. Um,
0: I I wanted to know, man, uh, about your setup because you talked about the green screen. Like, how do you record your videos? Because it's so interesting because I see that it's like a green screen and sometimes you split it in half and there's like like some footage on top, some footage at the bottom. Sometimes it's one. Yeah. Like, it's super interesting, man. It's, uh, it's special. How do you work? How so do you go about my this? whole
1: process when it comes to content creation mm-hmm is I have a reference list. I try to stay in the creative mind uh, throughout my entire day. Right. Every time an idea comes to my head, I write it down my ref- reference list. Okay. All right, now it's content creation time. I go to my list, check out the next idea, do some information checking online. R- I write a script, right. literally write a script, make sure the ad copies is all optimized for the, for the video to be as uh, effective as possible for the algorithm. Yeah. And then um, I find all the pictures or videos Uh, the pictures that you see that are on top and bottom Mm -hmm. I have to edit outside the app to set up my green screen in the background yeah Uh, videos if I find on YouTube or GIFs have to screen record make sure it's like the right formatting for the TikTok Mm -hmm. uh, green screen Mm -hmm. then I film then I edit then I post are you doing that all by yourself? yeah yeah that's pretty crazy
2: okay
1: yeah this is nuts so nobody's editing for you nothing it's all all by myself all directly on the app um, <laughs> so yeah.
0: consistency is key, man. This is what I'm learning from what you're telling me. Because on every platform that you went to, you were consistent, putting in work, like every day you're posting. So
1: just like showing up every day. So this is it, man. It's uh, consistency is key. Um, and then it's like it's like one th- it's like one of the variables, right. and then being as optimized as possible for the psychology of the audience, right. mm-hmm. and to be as optimized as possible for the native algorithm. Uh-huh. And to make sure the infrastructure that you've set up is good for the for the post as well so for example uh instagram and every platform is pretty much similar when i approach a platform let's say it's youtube instagram tiktok Mm -hmm. all right instagram for a second there's the content that has a whole freaking part of it that you need to optimize properly to get people to be as uh, uh, responsive responsive uh, engaging to it yeah Yeah. then the infrastructure part would be the hashtags hashtag ladder Thirty hashtags. Make sure that they're uh, proportional uh, in that to, to optimize that ladder. Okay. Um, Geo tags, whatever. Then there's the algorithm. So that's just for Instagram, right? And you have to make sure that entire supply chain is optimized so that you can.
0: Okay, how do you optimize hashtags?
1: So a hashtag, for example, on Instagram. Um, let's say you're an account that has like 500 followers. Yeah. And you use hashtag love. Right. There's no chance you can compete to reach those top posts, you know, like the top section, with a guy that has a a million followers. Right. Like he's getting 10,000, 30,000, whatever likes, Mm -hmm. you're getting like, you're getting like 10. Right. No, this is, I I never thought of it this way. So Mm -hmm. what you do is you get the, uh, you find the first 10 hashtags to be in a lower range of popularity. And then you find 10 more hashtags in a higher range of popularity okay. so that you're going to start ranking on these hashtags, gets a lot of likes. Then the extra likes that come in are going to boost you up to the next 10 that are stronger, sure. more popular, and then five more, more popular, and then five more, more popular. Okay, this and is, is there something bad. I was like over-hashtagging
2: uh, something or?
1: Uh, no, there's not. I, I would just uh, put 28 to 30. 28
0: to 30 is a good Yeah, there's rating. a lot of mysticism. Yeah.
1: yeah. And this is the same thing for everybody that's listening. Right. For social media in general, there's a lot of people that put out theories and Mystic, it's like the casino. Why, why do people rub the, the yeah. machine? They think right, it's gonna be right, better. Right. It's a, there's a lot of that stuff happening on social media. Okay. You Really, really have to make sure that you find someone who's like concrete, mm-hmm. has all the sources laid out, okay. and like you go deep on that guy. And then with the extra knowledge you have, you could listen around and you can navigate more properly with all the information, or else it's just like so crippling. Yeah, because okay. like,
2: just like, almost, like all, a lot of people just spamming stuff in the internet and you never know what's right.
1: And then you have to verify your source. Yeah, but like I, they, they just they say all kinds of stuff like, oh, if you post certain day, yeah, and this, You post at this time specifically in this day, and this, and it's like, so you have to like this.
2: test everything by yourself. Yeah, to make, make sure. sure
1: you test by yourself with the volume, like I said, consistency. Mm-hmm. Right. So you get a lot of data, and you make sure that you do a lot of research at the same time. Okay. Okay. So how
0: did you get started on the research? Like, uh, did you talk to other people? Some of your friends that uh, at Instagram as well? Like, how did you? Uh, I
1: started. I started straight up. Just into the just into IG. Okay, I didn't do that much research, research on the side. Mm-hmm. I went straight into it, and then I was doing a bunch of strategies and tactics to try to grow as much as possible. Right. And then I come across this guy, Gary Vee. and I'm uh-huh. like, You know, Gary V, right? Yeah, you I come across Gary Vee and I'm like, Yo, that's literally what I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're <laughs> a big fan of him? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I used to be a, a bigger fan before, okay, but uh, once you pass like all the stuff that he kind of like says mm-hmm. over and over again. You kind of like, all right, because he's
0: always talking about hard work and uh, like putting in your fair share of time and all of this. Yeah. Like he's. I mean, a, what I
1: like about him is the, uh, specifically for the social media approach, mm-hmm. and uh, when he does like uh, interviews with executives, yeah. and he's speaking more tactically and like operationally right. within an organization. Mm-hmm. That's stuff I like a lot. Okay, because he has a yeah. lot
0: of master classes, right? Like uh, talking, it's uh, with uh, business owners and all. Oh, of yeah, this, right.
1: Lot of, the more macro mindset stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to anymore because I no. kind of like passed it, but it's important. Yeah. The mindset stuff. I, I wrote a book about Instagram, a okay. hundred pages ebook. My first part of the book was almost all mindset. Okay. The second part was tactics and stuff. Right. If I gave you just the tactics mm-hmm. and you had zero mindset, you're probably gonna lose in two seconds. Right. You're not gonna go anywhere. Okay. And uh, how did you get started in the streetwear business? Uh, actually, I was doing. Uh, I had my 300k pa- uh, page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was doing uh, consultations. Okay. For social media and e ecom, uh, social media specifically, social media ecom later. Sorry. Right. And then I came across a guy in uh, Montreal mm-hmm. who had another clothing brand called Odin Gear. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you know it. And um, then I worked with him for a little bit.
0: But, um, is Odin Gear a gym? Uh, yeah, it's gym. gym yeah, clothing, it's fitness. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah, it's fitness. Yeah, i seen it.
1: Yeah. So I, I spoke to this guy a lot. Talked a lot. We worked together. Whatever. Right. And uh, then I tried to ask for equity in that. Yeah. Didn't work but he said that he had a second brand that was kind of like partially set up not okay. really mm-hmm. which was the one that i have right now uh-huh. only the workshop okay then i jumped on board had the whole thing laid out probably right. probably s- set up okay
0: um, and how long have you been in that business
1: uh, it's been about a year now okay yeah, yeah. it's very it's very small do you it's only like, do
0: retail or do you do business to business are you trying to score deals with bigger businesses and try to oh uh, i try
1: the, but now uh, my primary focus right now is just
0: social media social, social media, media personal right. brand whatever because it's yeah. taking later
1: on so. Because clothing in general is not a good business. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's hyper-competitive, right. bloodbath, mm-hmm. pathetic margins. Right. Unless, or I mean at least to the extent that uh, you have a lot of volume mm-hmm. yeah. when you're purchasing stock Right. and you could drop your costs a shit ton mm-hmm. so that you can sell. Mm-hmm. And uh, if your brand equity is very powerful so you can sell a lot yeah. uh, at a higher price so you have better margins. But uh, besides that, but what do you think of high end
0: clothing, like instead of going with volume and going in the mid range, like uh, would you think of ever going into the like maybe 200 to $300 a piece type of market?
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. You see, like the the that market usually requires some sort of heavy, 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 heavy branding. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's like, okay, I'm calling you. I start a new brand. $500 for a hoodie. His collab with Oh, Gap. okay. That's chill. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, if you're yeah. out of the gate, regular guy, right. especially your average-looking guy, you're just like, oh, yo! But by, by the way, my hoodie's five hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. you to be like, bro, yeah, the fuck well, out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I
3: totally get that,
1: man.
2: So yeah. we're just, you're just making the basically clothing part just for presence and for fun.
1: Yeah, it's more for uh, it's more for um, just kind of getting into that area. Like right. a lot of, mm-hmm. there's a lot of practice that's involved as well, okay. uh, and it's good for branding. Mm-hmm. Everybody's wearing your clothes with a certain logo. Yeah, I think it's pretty strong. Okay. And down the line, like, you know, like, uh, I could expand into other things. So. Right,
0: for yeah. sure. Well, I mean, it's an uh, experience at the end of the day, so you can go anywhere after that. But um, where, what would be another type of business that you'd like to add into if you had more time?
1: Uh, I mean, right now, I'm doing a lot of consulting, too. Mm-hmm. Like with uh, social media. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Doesn't really cost anything. Yeah. It no. my, my time, though. Yeah. yeah. And time uh, but uh, I'm not really sure, to be honest, right now. I mean, something related to like an app or something okay. could be good, but usually requires a good amount of investment. Yeah. Right.
0: Did you like your major in software engineering?
1: Not really. No, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, I like
0: business. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you want to go and do an MBA perhaps? Probably not no okay, okay. <laughs> just like street knowledge yeah street knowledge but
1: just knowledge online like mm-hmm. if I, i'm listening to phds online i'm listening to professors online whatever okay and there's plenty of people that have none of those mm-hmm. yeah but, they, but they destroy well. all these guys okay and so i try to be as selective as possible and it's like if i want to be like a millionaire billionaire whatever or create a tremendous amount of value through some sort of business venture mm-hmm. i'm not going to listen to a guy who had who had done a business 15 years ago, 20 years ago, different environments, yeah. everything's mm-hmm. different.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Why the hell am I listening to this guy? Yeah, yeah, because
0: it's not the same time. It's not the same space. game. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's over. I mean, I, I talk to people that are 50 right now, mm-hmm. like just like in my life. Yeah. They have zero idea, bro.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's so much different. Right. No, but I feel, yeah, I understand that. There's it's a like lot of
1: this <laughs> guy's giving you advice and like your parents are giving you advice and it's like, but they have no zero idea.
0: Yeah, right. well, in their time it worked, you know, but it was back then, so it's not the same thing. Yeah. Um, where do you think social media is heading in, in the next few years because I know now there's a situation with TikTok in mm-hmm. the US When do you the think China, China that, yeah, um, yeah US and the China
1: oh yeah that's a big, think that's a big that. discussion actually um, social media as a whole first maybe oh yeah. Uh, yeah yeah sure uh, social media as a whole I, uh, back in the days you used to call it it's going to be a fad or something mm-hmm. no one's going to go online e-com forget it they're just laughing at you yeah right now it disrupted everything mm-hmm uh, social media as a whole is not going anywhere. Uh, the variations of the different social media platforms are going to change over time. Some mm-hmm. will go bankrupt. I mean, Facebook, IG, right now, on a on a on a financial report uh, position, mm-hmm. it seems kind of good. But from a more like um, social media, kind of like just in, as an industry, yeah. and you kind of take a look at all the players in the game, yeah. you're, they're definitely getting hurt by TikTok. Right? Yeah, sure. You can see it when they when Congress drags a bunch of these uh, tech CEOs in front of Congress. Uh, you know, in front of them, mm-hmm. yeah, which is ridiculous by the way. Yeah, um, He says it, he's like the fastest growing app is TikTok. Mm-hmm. We're trying to find as much as possible of a way to like f- compete with them in that specific niche, that specific lateral of short form video apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, They tried doing it with Lasso, 2018, nobody knows about it. Right. But but this the, is Facebook, bro. Yeah. They have a shit ton of experience big. in social media. Yeah. They have a lot of uh, a budget. They have a lot of contacts. They tried to tap into the Indian network mm-hmm. and that la- that app just failed completely. Right. They officially declared failure. Now what they're trying to do with TikTok, against TikTok is trying to incorporate all the features of TikTok into Instagram. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've heard yeah, of well, Yeah, well, now there's the Instagram Reels, no? Instagram Reels. This is the same thing. It's the same thing, yeah. They're okay. trying to do basically what they did with, with Snapchat. Yeah,
0: yeah, but that's what they're going to do like all the time. The bigger tech companies, they're just going to try to buy in on the competition and do the yeah. same thing that they did, so
1: but the problem with the problem with reels and i i mean i don't know if facebook is like dumb mm-hmm. or they're kind of like just playing the game and they're too afraid to take the leap of faith right. i'm going to talk, talk about the leap of faith soon mm-hmm. um, they don't understand like the reason why snapchat works so well their 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 uh, their stories feature adding onto ig again snapchat works so well is cuz it's just a feature right you know like everybody there was a user everybody here's a user mm-hmm. yeah. it's a nice feature to add as a user mhm mm-hmm. But TikTok, the reason why there was so much of an exodus of creators from IG, Facebook, and other platforms to TikTok, right. is because the organic reach mm-hmm. as a currency was gigantic. Right. Mm-hmm. started right, right out the gate, 100K, 100K views. Yeah. It's unseen. Yeah. So when they copy reels, which is basically TikTok, the part that they're missing, the most important part, by the way, mm-hmm. is the organic reach. Right. We've seen the decline of organic reach on IG for a while mm-hmm. with their algorithm shifts, whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, until they fix that, there's not a single chance that they're going to be able to like take this guy on to uh, too well at least but the thing is that to like TikTok,
0: the flow on TikTok is way faster it's just like you're watching a video it's done it's another video in your face and it's like boom 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 yeah. you're watching everything all like one after the other but instagram it's different because yeah. since there's photos then there's videos yeah, there's igtv
1: nice. there's like it's a little bit messy it's messy. IGTV, it's like.
0: But yeah. do you think there's a way that they could clean it up and bring it all together as like the ultimate platform? Because I see that Instagram has the potential to become like the greatest thing. I mean, I,
1: I don't know if they, I don't know if they're able to. There, there might. There's probably a way to clean it up. Right. Yeah. But like I said, once again, their biggest problem is the exodus of creators. Right. The uh, the the lack of immigration back into IG mm-hmm. because of organic reach. Okay. Until they change that, it's over. Um, and. What I think happened was that they got kind of like monopolized a little bit of the market. Yeah. Nice little tastes. And uh, they switched to a fully monetization driven model yeah. to make a bunch of cash in, uh, in the moment and um, at the expense of organic reach. So it's mm-hmm. forcing you to pay for organic reach. TikTok comes in by storm, backed up by ByteDance, which has mm-hmm. multiple companies already, a bunch of cash on hand, uh-huh. ready to bleed cash for a while yeah. to try to bankrupt these guys really yeah, fast. Be, yeah. yeah. Right. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. They come into the market, Unlimited organic reach. All the guys, all the creators on the platform, IG, Facebook, that are crying for organic reach, mm-hmm. switch. All the users go with them. Big is a big move. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So till they do that, and I don't know if they will do it because right. they have uh, quarterly reports with the, with the investors mm-hmm. that they have to meet certain uh, deadlines for finance, which mm-hmm. is very quantitative driven. Right. There's not a single chance they go win.
0: Yeah. And uh, by the way, you talked about your future uh, before in the interview. You said, like, I see myself in five years or whatever. Like, where oh, do you yeah. see yourself in the future? In five years, let's uh, say.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: know. Because you said you idea? were a bit like, uh, you knew, you had an idea in mind of where you're heading. Do you have a... Uh,
1: when I say vision, I mean, like, not exactly, exactly concrete, mm-hmm. what exactly I want to do, mm-hmm. but a position. A position. Okay. So I want to be as free as possible. Okay. That means I'm not hold- held down by anything. Mm-hmm. so financially free right. I don't know what the number is going to be but the more cash obviously is, is going to be better yeah. it's also more exciting yeah sure when you, you have more stuff when you have yeah, more money yeah exactly. freedom you can not only get, get more stuff but you can invest in more stuff Yeah, more projects okay. more other businesses right. that's super exciting for me that's that's what makes me uh, happy and uh, but that's like pretty much what I want to do um yeah. Okay. Okay. Not okay. be limited by geographic area either.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you always want to stay in Montreal?
1: Probably not. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Where Probably would you like to go? I don't know. Not sure. Not the sure. U.S. Okay. In the U.S. Uh, not sure yet. Not sure okay. yet. I don't know where in the U.S. It's a big discussion, it, it depends, right? <laughs> depends where. <laughs> yeah. Living is always gonna be tough, mm-hmm. but as of right now, my twenties. Right. I don't want to be uh, anchored down in one location. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure to be like Grant Cardone says, mobile. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right like really fast boom right switch to right. have options because okay. you see so like
2: all the big YouTubers are everyone that want to aspire to be the next big thing on social media go to like la yeah,
1: or like there's a big lot of cities like that like, i mean if i see an opportunity somewhere yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go right yeah uh la i mean it's exciting it, 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 it's exciting as far as the people yeah because apparently the work culture is crazy right but uh political wise i'm out you're out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah i would get purged yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted
0: to know man because um, uh, we're talking social media and all of that what do you think constitutes like unhealthy social media conception behaviors like consuming social social media in an unhealthy way like do you think there is a, such a thing as that
1: oh like uh, psychological damage yeah, yeah, exactly. for people yeah I mean I guess I mean that's it's like the, the same thing Gary Vee says like everything is just standardized on the table yeah so you just see everything now Right. The person's state of mind hasn't really shifted that much. They just, they're more exposed to more things. Mm -hmm. Uh, If they're exposed to destructive ideas or exposed to destructive uh, pieces of content, it sucks. But if they're exposed to good things, that's great.
0: But don't you feel like it's uh, social media kind of portrays like a false sense of reality and being stuck on that
1: all the time can kind of deceive you in a sense? Yeah, that's why you wanna be as objective as possible, grounded as possible and analyze everything Right, in the most naked sense. Okay. Okay. Um, but I mean, people in general, they try to fake as much as possible. Right. Especially when they're more insecure. I mm-hmm. mean, shit ton of makeup. Maybe like yeah. have the best types of uh, like colored color gowns or whatever, okay. or dress in a certain way to cover up certain things. Right, right, right. Um, so everybody always tries to like cover up stuff. Mm-hmm. But like everybody says, this is just exposing all of it. Right. Yeah. right. The most insecure will be will be at the forefront and uh, you're gonna see it so you think
0: it's important to have critical thinking when you're judging the information that's presented in front of you
1: oh 100% right and uh, just like especially when you go into like ideology and stuff right. Yeah. you really want to take people's words and things that you see you want to listen and not listen at the same time kind of grain of salt mm-hmm. but kind of analyze at the same time uh, that's why I like to go deep on one, one person in general mm-hmm. if I see this guy's making sense I'm gonna listen to what he says right I'm not going to be arrogant and just like one thing I don't like about them, just discount yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, in general, you want to be as objective, critical thinking as possible. Okay. Because okay. there's always things behind the scenes, maybe agendas or whatever. Right.
0: For sure. Well, especially in politics and all of this. But yeah. Um. So, how do you think a small page should approach building a following on Instagram?
1: Um. Okay. So I'll start. I'll start with this. Even more like backed up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Approaching. Social media in general. Right. I think the place I would go would be TikTok for the sake of just for the sake of, and it's going to be hard at first, especially going on video. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's ready to do it, mm-hmm. but it takes practice. Yep. Only because TikTok is organic reach is still high, and we're still in an early stage. Right. You start IG right now. Yeah. You have to literally be an expert IG, and I know I know you starting starting on the social media platform mm-hmm. like IG. You're not an expert when you start out. Right. No. Yeah. Um. So I would I would. Take a step back and really carefully analyze, maybe find some information online of where the place you should be right now. Right. Look carefully at the places where people are disrespecting. Mm-hmm. Excellent place to go.
0: Right. What do you mean by disrespecting?
1: Well, oh, TikTok's uh, cringe videos and dance videos. I've never downloaded the app, but I hate it. Right, right, right. Excellent place to go.
0: Yeah, because uh, I'll be honest with you, I only downloaded TikTok today to see <laughs> your page because like I had this misconception of it from all the hate that I've been getting from everyone. That <laughs> the same only old,
2: thing uh, you hear about is like there's girls, yeah, yeah. small girls. Small girls, girls thing, yeah, right? exactly. So cute, this whole cute. thing, like it's for
0: kids and all of this. But if you're saying that going on it is going to give you like a good carry over mm-hmm. towards Instagram, there might
1: be potential. Oh, it's, 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 the, it's the primary move right now. Right. You go straight to IG, I guarantee you're not going to go far. Yeah. Mm-hmm um but exactly like i said but more fundamentally yeah you have to look at more fundamentally okay you're someone who wants to have some sort of business Mm -hmm. either through art either through a product service whatever you want to find the places that have all the attention underpriced Mm -hmm. all the attention yeah and where that attention hub may be i couldn't give a shit whether it's branded ig facebook TikTok, whatever yeah this is an attention hub um, they might start out as a platform in a certain lateral or certain niche or certain types of content. Mm-hmm. Just go unorthodox. Okay. I mean, IG started out the same thing. Everybody was saying certain things. You should do this. Right. YouTube, same thing. They should be doing this. Internet as a whole. There's not going to be e-com and all kinds of stuff. Right. All so, that changed.
0: So just trying to do it a different way from what's being done in the common spectrum. Just, just look
1: at it more from a fundamental standpoint. Yeah. It's like source of attention. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. I'm in. Yeah. Maybe I'll, Maybe I'll think about it. Because
0: that's why I feel your content is working so well. Because the way I see social media is it's like stimuli. When you give stimuli to someone. But you, your content on TikTok is like a 100% stimuli in your face. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> like you're packing information. But it's super interesting for people that are on this type of platform. Where things are just like being thrown at your face. And every time you finish a video, there's another one rolling in. Yep. And all of this. Like I feel you really found like the perfect... Way of doing it in your own sense, because it's like the type of content that you're doing with the historical facts, all of this, like the way you're teaching people is like yeah. so. It, like I've never seen it before.
1: Actually, also I have some context too. Like for example, the Chinese version of TikTok, Douyin. Yeah. yeah, it started out more like fashion and like fun stuff and funny and stupid, stupid right, right, stuff. Right, right, right. And in the last year or two years, from what I know, their educational side of the platform mm-hmm. completely exploded. Right. I knew it was going to be the same thing IG, uh, with TikTok. Mm-hmm. So, so this is why you made it. So I went straight into, I'm like, screw, I'm going. Okay. You know and I again, like it? I said, I have, I dismantled my ego as much mm-hmm. as possible. Right. Uh, I'm listening to what? Opinions of people that don't even have the app. Yeah. Opinions of people that never did social media, don't understand business development. Psh, mm-hmm. Couldn't give a crap what they say. Right. right. <laughs> is, it,
2: is it a better option to go on TikTok like financially than IG? Financially, like
1: from for from my
2: monetize perspective.
1: Uh, I mean, if the organic reach is there, mm-hmm. it makes sense. And uh, you could include a link in your bio. Okay. Yeah. I still remember back in back six months ago, seven months ago. Uh, forget about all the mainstream people, but like people in business, yeah, yeah, ecom people, dropshipping, whatever. Mm-hmm. They laughed at TikTok. Right. Why? Because they're like, there's no way to lead generate directly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro. <laughs> for now right for now and then next thing you know there's a link in the bio uh-huh. oh all of a sudden <laughs> link in the bio cool yeah yeah, yeah exactly and the next thing you know is gonna be product tags directly on the video yeah this that's is crazy be, well G- if it comes G- to G- that yeah, yeah this is that's
2: GG, the next that. next that's game for sure for sure yeah. Okay. okay um,
1: so you just gotta keep like an open mind right. and kind of taste yeah I, I think the the keyword is taste and dancing so yeah it's kind of like oh okay
2: that's, yeah. I think that's part of the leap of faith that we're talking about like taking a risk on a platform? No,
1: the leap of faith I was referring to was from yeah. the position of uh, IG Facebook. Okay. Yeah. If I'm the management of Facebook IG right now, mm-hmm. I'm going full full quantitative driven mm-hmm. quarterly reports, financial reports, mm-hmm. everything's beautiful. I, right. in order for me to start competing with TikTok, yeah. I need organic reach. Yeah. Right? right. That means I have to purposefully Pay. lose client. Yeah. No, no. Like, if let's say I'm Mark Zuckerberg, I'll have to purposefully lose clients. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And tell them. Look, our organic reach is going back up. Mm-hmm. I know a bunch of you guys are not going to pay ads, any, ad, as much ads anymore because you have free organic reach anyway. Right. Yeah. Billions of dollar loss on purpose mm-hmm. to try to compete and level the playing field with TikTok. And
0: for an extended period of time too. Period of, yeah. yeah,
1: extended period of time, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to have to purposefully say, yo, we're going to lose billions right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm in. Right, do you
0: think there's a, a way to make TikTok better at the moment? like you said, the direct uh, product tagging on the videos themselves, but do you have any other ideas on how it could be improved?
1: Uh, one thing I really don't like right now is that they just removed the sticker format, uh, sticker option. Okay. okay. So it's not really an improvement, it's just like bring it back. <laughs> right. And uh, because <laughs> the, the stickers, yeah. they added an extra level of kind of like uh, interactiveness, mm-hmm. excitement, energy. Okay. I use them a lot. Right. right. Now they're gone. Okay. Because the primary sticker tab was uh was um funneled in by a company called Giphy. Okay. Everybody knows it? Giphy? Right. Yeah. But Giphy is owned by Facebook. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, you didn't, see I, it I on think it's a think competition. They just got yeah. it Yeah. Okay. I think they just like that. And that sucked. So I'm like, bro, these guys better find a replacement soon. <laughs> <laughs> but right that, now like, it sucks.
0: Was the stickers only for commenting? Like it's you can con- comment. No, no, stickers? stickers
1: for on video. Okay. So one of the things I would do is I would use indication stickers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if there's something in the video that's bad, right. I take a sticker, search up X, oh, put an X on the, okay, on the video yeah, somewhere. Or I put an arrow, mm-hmm. or I put a flame or explosion or something. So now you're forced to find video footage that's not explicit. Well, now there's no stickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so so my videos are basically all now kind of like, they look kind of boringish. Or you yeah.
2: have to edit yourself before.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I prefer to do everything directly on the app. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if TikTok, if you upload something yeah. from it, like you've, you, you've edited, edited a video or something elsewhere and you just upload it, throw it on the app,
3: yeah.
1: it's not that it's bad. It's just that the, the algorithm looks at that and it's going to go through 10 times, 15 times more checkpoints than if you made it directly on the app where right. they know it's like safe and whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And um, with the amount of videos that you're posting a day, because you're posting like four or five times, do you ever run out of ideas? Like, how does that work, man? Like, how do you uh, always find new things? Like, does it ever happen that you come back on the same thing that you've talked about before? Like, all this
1: stuff. I right know. I mean, now I'm touching. I'm touching everything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I did some animal stuff. Right. right? I some business stuff. Yeah. I did some history stuff, space, yeah, yeah, science, yeah. whatever. So <laughs> yeah. like, I've literally gone like full mainstream, right. Right? and I'm just like, <laughs> screwed. up, in. <laughs> I see an animal video, it's kind of cute. Right. Like a hero story, and I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm dab Right. And your friends that are
0: doing TikTok in Montreal, what type of videos are they doing?
1: Uh, so I have a friend, I have a lot of friends in, in Montreal that do TikTok, yeah. but uh, well, not that many, but a good amount. Yeah. Uh, I have one guy who does just fitness, okay. he's at, he has 160K. I have one guy who just, just does uh, history, uh-huh. he's at 170K or something, just history. That's crazy, that's nice. The, the guys that are bigger, like uh, my friend Gudi, uh-huh. he, uh, he has 1.1 1, 1, 1. 1 million, and he does uh, skits. Right. So he doesn't speak in the video, but uh, in some of videos, videos he does, but mm-hmm. his primary thing is kind of like he acts. Okay, so it's like humor. So he acts a skit or, mm-hmm. or a, sad, a sad skit. Okay, right. And then he has like the title of what exactly that person in the video is saying, like my mom, like for example, mom is like saying, eh, nah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And then he writes out what the mom said. Yeah, okay. In the next scene, right, right, the kid, right, the kid right, responds right. and whatever. Okay, yeah. I get it. That's nice, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So, but yeah, exactly. Fitness, unorthodox. Right. It only started coming out in the last few months. Uh, history, unorthodox, completely.
0: Yeah, you said fitness content is unorthodox.
1: It's not unorthodox, but it's not something that originally like eight Mm -hmm. months ago people were like oh yeah i'm gonna post fitness content on tiktok
0: because i feel it's so saturated overall like fitness content to me and my eyes because you know like 10 years ago man there was nobody posting about fitness online and it was like this little sub genre that nobody especially bodybuilding it's like yeah 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 yeah, exactly but then crossfit came along and when crossfit came along everybody started getting back into fitness
1: and now it's like the trendy thing the big thing everybody's posting on social yeah uh no i just say it's unorthodox uh specifically for uh, tiktok context right because mm-hmm. right, right. like we said before tiktok everyone's like oh yeah it's just gonna be dance cringe videos mm-hmm. and guy starts doing fitness it's like right. oh okay that's pretty cool so the amount of fitness creators is kind of like limited to an extent mm-hmm. yeah so you can do really good
0: but i want to know man uh, how do you find your purpose like in life with the content that you're creating because when we started this platform we mm-hmm. wanted to do something to touch uh, Montreal, like, and Montreal, and but you know, to talk about issues that c- we matter, like we cared about, that okay. we cared about those issues, but how do you approach this like thing with your own content? Like, do you only make videos on subjects that you care about? Was or? it entertaining?
1: Uh, right now, my primary purpose and goal, yeah. it's more of a phase thing. I'm still in phase one. okay. Mm-hmm. So my primary purpose and goal right now is to get in front of the face of a shit ton of people. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to go down a niche. I just went full wide right later down the line if I have like let's say two million three million five million whatever then I could start to be more specific on certain things when I know for a fact that people are gonna listen either way kind of thing yeah Uh, right now a million is good but it's still too small
2: so you're not selling like the type of video that you're making
1: you're selling you Mm -hmm. as a whole Uh, my it's just that my primary objective right now Mm -hmm. is to build Michael Q brand yeah right so I don't care about uh, so just getting in front of people is, is, is what it matters mm-hmm. to me right now. I'm not trying to be like, oh yeah, uh, I'm just the guy about, that talks about certain things like history,
0: no. Mm-hmm. Do you have any philanthropic goals?
1: Uh, not in particular. Not in particular? No, no, no. Okay. I mean, I think, uh, I, I, I think business in and it, in it of itself is righteous. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this whole like social business thing is kind of like a mad to me. Mm-hmm. Because what, like I start Apple, and then people do voluntary transactions with me, right. they exchange their cash yeah. for a product that's worth more to them, yeah. mm-hmm. or else they would keep the cash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's already righteous. Yeah. Right. Uh, but for philanthropy, for for those types of stuff yeah maybe down the line but as of right now i'm not thinking of it that much okay yeah okay. yeah well, but for sure for sure i mean i i like the stuff too
0: yeah well i think it's easy to say that you want to do it too but at the end of the day you gotta do what like you gotta walk the walk talk the, like if you're gonna talk the talk you have to walk the walk you know so yeah, it's, it's like, uh, i respect I the fact that you're saying that I, it's not something that's on your mind necessarily and it's like i never really do humanitarian work right now mm-hmm.
1: right since uh, i don't have anything Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had it not been
0: for COVID, would you have, would you have traveled uh, this summer?
1: Uh, probably not. No. Just keep as on soon as I saw TikTok, yeah. and I was kind of taking it seriously. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere.
0: But you could still do videos like on the outside, no?
1: Yeah, but again, I want to be as efficient as possible. Yeah. Right. right. So I don't want to do like the whole uh, traveling around and then all of a sudden at night time alright and, do video
0: and by the way i saw like from the second that you got your 1 million follower count going to 1.1 1. 1 was pretty quick man it took you only like a few weeks no uh
1: me it actually took long because i had the ban yeah. oh so, so i haven't posted because it. it limited you yeah i haven't been posting right, right, seven right. days yeah. so it's long bro i felt like a prison yeah <laughs> so,
0: so this is like, why <laughs> if you had knew, known someone from tiktok and they could have removed the ban from you it would have been way easier
1: Bro, that that's my next objective is just to get an insider. Right. Now, you get an insider to an extent when mm-hmm. you become verified because mm-hmm. I'm in a group with a bunch of people that are verified. Yeah. But the manager that you get, yeah. not responsive, right, can't not do much. Leader. It's a little bit pathetic. Right, Right. true. Right. Oh, yeah. Hey, bro, I'm Julian. I'll take care of you. No, you won't, bro. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but do you think that would make this whole TikTok game better if they would put
0: more emphasis on that, on having people overviewing the channels and all the content like they would put more money into this do you think it would bring the platform up
1: i mean i'm not sure to be honest because i don't really think of it i haven't really been thinking of it i don't know what the context is as far as their finances right because they have limited cash too right yeah but uh but yeah i think it would be better but i don't really know but I mean, at the end of the
0: day, the platform only goes as far as the content creators go. So if they're not willing to put the emphasis to help the content creators- Well, that's what
1: exactly what IG and Facebook, they, they decided to yeah. sack all the content creators. Yeah. Right. They're like, oh yeah, users first, content okay. creators or whatever, cut the organic reach, screw right, them. Right, right. The problem right. is the content creators is yeah. a big part of the user experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you sacked all these guys, you're basically sacking these guys too. Right. right. <laughs> oh my god this guy's Wait, do
2: you guys have like anything for tiktok creators for like, like twitch like people on twitch have twitchcon like they all go to oh yeah I,
1: I think they have like uh, conferences and stuff like that too mm-hmm. yeah TikTok. I, I have been invited to them Okay. Because I think I'm too uh, too, too small still.
0: You never went to meetups, like meetups of TikTokers in Montreal or whatever with like bigger there's names? A, there's not a, No. How does it work? With, <laughs> like, do you think doing collabs at your level, like now that you're at 1 million, if you would do collabs with somebody at 2, 2 million or 3 million, do you think it would bring your uh, your reach yeah, way pro- up?
1: Probably, probably. I mean, I'm in a group mm-hmm. and I'm the smallest guy in the group. Okay. Everybody in this group, we're like 50, uh, 12, 15 guys, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're all two million, three million, five million verified. Right. But they're not necessarily in Montreal, like Calgary, United United Emirates, and whatever uh, United States too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, if I collab it would be good. But uh, as of right now, the only collab I did, as of now, was with the history. My friend, who's a history mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Wait,
0: what does it take to be verified on TikTok? No clue. No, no clue. <laughs> Is no it's clue? just <laughs> like, random.
1: I mean, it's not. It's not fully random. Okay. But uh, the follower, the amount of followers you have definitely matters. Mm-hmm. The amount of engagement you have definitely right. matters. How much time you've been on it too. But uh, there's no like, oh, once you hit a million, verified. No, no, no. Okay, there's no check mark. There's no. There's check no. Mark. It's just like a guy at TikTok is sitting there, and he's like, yeah. yeah. There's like no guideline. <laughs> there's no guideline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's verify this guy. He's kind of, he's he's, he's kind of good. So this is where <laughs> the this girl's kind of cute. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, there's people that are verified that have a thousand. Really? Because they're verified on IG. Oh, oh, instant think verification! that helps? Oh yeah, 100%. Okay. If you're a YouTuber, almost instant verification. Um, if you have like articles in the mainstream, yeah, right. instant verification. They're a little bit less strict than IG. Yeah. But uh, still pretty strict. Yeah. I mean, I have another friend in Toronto, 1.2 million. He's not verified yet.
0: Right. What got you into uh, podcasting? Because I know you have your own podcast, right?
1: Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I, when I said podcast, I meant like I was the guest. A uh, podcast. Okay, okay. I yeah, thought. Yeah.
0: Do, do you have, do you have it in mind to ever start one?
1: Maybe, maybe. Okay. Yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be pretty fun. Okay. I like talking a lot, but right. uh, no. As of right now, I've been on a few um podcast guests. Yes. Uh, but uh, and I take all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no limit. Right. Like right. I said, ego, humility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the door. And um, if the guy has zero followers, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a bad quality thing, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as much as possible to build as much content and branding as, pos- yeah. uh, as possible. So that's kind of like my rationale.
0: But it creates good organic following as well to just go on everyone's podcast yeah, and do you know, like,
1: this. And- I do like uh, 15 second clips to 60 second clips on TikTok. Yeah. It's like, it's not that long. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you do like this uh-huh. one hour thing, you get to know more of the person. For yeah. sure, man. It's a lot for better sure. for relationship
0: yeah and who you're portraying yourself to be on the tiktok videos is not the same person oh, as bro, we're getting so to know <laughs> right uh, people, now people, uh,
1: uh, they, they see me on tiktok they're like holy crap this guy has so much energy whatever he's going insane right and he speaks a little bit weird and looks kind of funny then they see me and they see me in a podcast and they're like yeah, <laughs> yeah is it the same guy <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, i did, yeah. I, did a, I did my first TikTok live session uh, uh, la- uh last week yeah and people are like yo uh, is something wrong with you. Your <laughs> yeah. voice is kind of different, and yeah. the way you speak, bro, what's wrong all you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I feel like, man, you talk so much about like being humble, humility, and all of that. But you told me like you don't meditate, and uh, you don't do that type of stuff. Like, do you read a lot?
1: Yeah, I read a lot. Uh, read? No, I don't do meditation. Maybe I should. Yeah, because out of my sleep is pretty bad. Okay, but how oh, uh, much sleep do you get for a day? It's not the amount of sleep; it's my quality sleep. The quality, oh, huh? yeah, absolutely yeah. horrific. I'd
0: recommend you ZMA, bro. If you want to take some supplements, bro, ZMA is the...
1: ZMA? Oh, yeah, right. ZMA okay. is
0: the 10. You take it twice, once in the morning, once at night, your sleep is going to go.
1: So. so and really- sleep is a big thing. But uh, no, I mean, meditation, I never really got into it. Right. There's a lot of med- the things with meditation that are uh, linked to mysticism. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really a mystic guy. Right. Yeah. But uh, I definitely have to work on that. Are the you, meditation thing is good.
0: Are you religious?
1: No, no. No? But I, I study religion a lot on my own. Right. Mm-hmm. Not a lot but like to an extent you find for, for, the say, it? for the sake of understanding philosophy and how people think so they can interact yeah. more properly okay. and understand the world better uh, better right but uh no myself i'm not religious okay yeah who are the philosophers very,
0: that inspire
1: you uh if you have any
0: or any type of philosophies and all of that do you have any right
1: now i'm kind of like arcing towards i'm kind of arcing towards and i'm still thinking carefully mm-hmm. Towards like an objectivism, Ayn Randian type, Radi- okay. radical, radical okay. capitalist. Yeah. Okay. Not Republican. More of a founding father type of guy. Could
3: you
0: elaborate on that
1: a bit? So it means like um, it's like it, it's super radical. It's like well, it's it basically means that like you're as ab- objective as possible. Yeah. Uh, a radical capitalist believes there should be no no welfare state, no healthcare system, no uh-huh. education. It should be all privatized. Right. Mm-hmm. The only role of government should be for protection. Domestic and internationally, military, judicial system, and the and the uh, de- defining of rights.
0: Yeah. So basically, you believe in free market. Just like yeah, like yeah. very, clothes. very, like
1: yeah. laissez-faire. Okay. Laissez-faire. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a believer in free market too. I'm, so. I'm still thinking about certain nuances. Yeah. Right? But as of right now, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, but so I it's think very it's very ideological. Right. It's not pragmatic or centrist at mm-hmm. all. Uh, but that's the thing I'm looking at a lot. So I listen to guys like Yaron Brook, yeah, on Salmbieri. I like Jordan Peterson to an extent too yeah. right. for politics more like uh, surface level stuff like yeah. Ben Shapiro Ben Shapiro Dinesh Souza whatever but again politics is like I like it to the extent that it's it's important to learn Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't really care that much
0: no no, yeah. you shouldn't I, I don't think it's good for someone to be that that involved in it it's pretty toxic at some point because every, yeah, the, once the feelings get involved people they,
1: they it's not just that too it's like but it's just because it's not as interesting in the sense of like Politics is just the surface level. Yeah. Right. Behind the politics, it's just a manifestation. Behind the politics, there's ideology, the ideologues, right. ideology, philosophy, epistemology, uh-huh. morality, whatever, and those push the politics. Mm-hmm. So those, which are the core, are more interesting to me. Right. So as soon as I see a guy, I'm like, okay, I kind of know where he's coming from, his doctrine and things he's gonna say already.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. you can get a, a sense, a grip of oh, the person makes that sense. you're talking makes to. Sense.
1: Like right away, I'm, I can almost tell.
0: Yeah, but it's not always good to put people in those categories, too, because sometimes people can upset those uh, standards that you put upon them. So.
1: That's why I said earlier, the last thing you want to engage in is intellectual arrogance. Mm-hmm. Right. So just because there's one thing about Jordan Peterson I disagree with, right. I'm not going to shut him down completely. No, exactly. No, okay. I listen to certain th- Gary Vee. Yeah. I, I like Gary Vee's social media business development stuff. Mm-hmm. As soon as he comes into the realm of politics, ideology, I'm mm-hmm. like... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but you're never gonna
0: fit with anyone hundred yeah. percent
1: exactly so that's the, that's that's the key so it's like take a grain of salt yeah but analyze carefully and take certain things that are important yeah. maybe ditch other things yeah
0: why are we talking about jordan peterson he says that like young men in 2020 and all of this they lost a lot of meaning like to their lives oh, okay
3: yeah like
0: you know, on a deeper level Okay, yeah. Do you believe that? Do you feel that like young men are lost at this point? like do you feel there's a, like like a loss of purpose in life in general?
1: Uh, I think there's a nihilism, nihilism and loss of purpose right. in the whole thing uh-huh. especially just young people in general mm-hmm. yeah. right. because uh, they consistently being they're consistently being taught and told mm-hmm. victim victim whatever. yeah the world is collapsing. overpopulation. Yeah. everything's blowing up on the planet right. uh, bombs everywhere. Uh, famine everywhere yeah. climate change climate change yeah. whatever the next thing they come up with a systemic racism whatever and it's like I understand I, I understand why people would be nihilistic
0: right but I'll tell you something man I feel like one of the reasons why I started this whole thing too is like the media in general they don't have a lot of accountability for the things that they say to the people like there's so much stuff that's being thrown out there like you know when Trump started with the fake news thing. And he started calling out actually i
1: I really dislike that a lot
0: yeah yeah no no but i i don't like dishonesty in the media and the fact that there's no repercussions done to those people because you know like back in the days when people would buy like a journal or something you'd have a subscription so you'd subscribe to the whole ideology of the journal and the way that it's made but now you're selling articles so you're selling this one thing so it's like a huge clickbait where you're trying to get those people to click on your content to mm-hmm. to end up like buying it and all of this, and I think it's it's gone a bit too far. You well,
1: know? that's why media is getting a little bit disrupted by social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, they're getting as de- they're getting desperate, so they're trying to be as just controversial as possible. Yeah, like yeah. for the sake of chaos, kind yeah. of thing.
0: But this is why I was talking about purpose earlier in the discussion because I feel like each and every one of us, we have this power. To change things in our own way. You know, like I might have just this little amount of followers or whatever, but if I can change the mind of one person that's listening and make him have a good day or whatever with all of this massive information that's oh, yeah, so yeah. terrible, like to me, this is a win, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. As long as you can reach uh, a few people at least. Right. But uh, the purpose thing is definitely a, a big thing, um, especially with the automation thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh my god, software is gonna take my job. Oh my god, it's another end of, end of world. Well, if you, you believe in free market,
0: it's not the case technically because like the jobs are just gonna get rearranged into another direction. Like, yeah, this exactly. is, yeah. and it's just because
1: jobs it, we've never heard of.
0: But I think this yeah. is why there was this like huge meme for a while that was like learn to code and they would tell <laughs> that to like baby boomers like that oh, lost okay. their jobs and they're like, oh, learn to code and it's gonna be fine. Like, obviously it doesn't work that way. You know, you can't become a software developer in uh, one year or whatever yeah, yeah. when you've been working, uh, doing something your whole life. But
1: exactly, it's ch- I mean, the world's changed super fast. Yeah.
0: But I feel like this is why nowadays there's so many people involved in being educated in STEM fields, like yeah. science, technologies, engineering, mathematics so i think this is where it's being headed now because the more liberal jobs and traditional like medicine being a lawyer and all of this it's like saturated now and this yeah. there could be more automation in these domains because let's say a doctor you like you uh, give a prognostic yeah yeah but like if you have the bank of symptoms and all of this, and it can be automated in a certain way to a certain extent, not. 100%. And,
1: uh, I think people look at automation as such an evil thing. I mean, technology in general. Yeah. Right. But it's like the efficiency helps your standard of living significantly too. Yeah. Which is something that people don't really think about.
0: Yeah, but I feel it's uh, like it developed in a, such a way because let's just look at Amazon. Yeah. Let's yeah. see. Amazon's crazy. Monster. Man, and the it's last crazy. and this is crazy to me because it's Monster. like ten years ago. Like when you would buy something like it would take a month to come to your house or whatever. Now it's like same day delivery, you know? Like, it's so crazy to me that like, this is such like first world problems, you know, when they say that like, it's a first world problem. Like people, they're like, oh, during COVID, they're like, oh, my package is taking two weeks to get to my house. It's like, yo, give yourself a break, man. Like 10 years ago, it would have taken you a month, a month and a half. You wouldn't have batted an eye. And now it's like, everybody's tripping on this. exactly like you
1: said, we're first world, third world problem thing. It's like, Everybody has a loss of purpose. They think the world's the, it's the worst place ever. Yeah, right? Right. And it's like, okay, but what if you lived in the uh, 800 yeah. or the year 200? Yeah. That's yeah. good, bro. But I feel like <laughs> I, I, I died at yeah. 40. <laughs> no, it would have been way worse. Oh my God. But the I, standard of living of people was basically flat historically. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, like 1700s, yeah. 1800s,
2: Electricity, internet,
0: Just mass yeah. explosion. Yeah, but I feel it's like the standard of living on objective things like this, that like uh, up your uh, health, health level and your wealth and all of this, but on the psychological level, I feel oh, like yeah, now, yeah. like we're so individualistic as a society that it's maybe one of the worst times to live in that sense, because like when you're suffering, like there's not that many people for you and all of this like following you and being there for you. I feel it's a, a weird time to live in right now, especially with the COVID yeah, it is. stuff it's like and like, all of A like
1: bunch of rich people, there mm-hmm. are a lot of them depressed, sad, whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Money does, well, I read a quote like recently that hit me and it said that like, if you're like money doesn't buy you happiness, But being poor is really gonna make you miserable.
1: Yeah, yeah, like it guarantees the misery. Exactly, guarantees the misery. And I feel that like so much, man. It's better to be unhappy and rich than uh, happy and poor too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, 100%, bro. But uh, like just at at least, at the very least, like people should recognize, like from a historical context, like we're good, bro. Oh, we're good. Really, really well, we're good. good in Canada, Quebec, <laughs> and well, our demographic. We're good, good from a historical standpoint. Yeah, but yeah. Even even the poor areas are good.
0: Yeah, they're way better than they used to. So there's At obviously the speed, a lot of stuff we can do. But
1: yeah, yeah. At the yeah. speed
2: that it's going right now, where do you think TikTok is going to be? Like social media as a whole, you know, it's going so fast.
1: Maggie, mean, tough question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can't even. I'm not even sure what's going to happen. But yeah. uh, I mean, TikTok's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. Two billion downloads. 800, 900 million active users yeah. monthly, which is literally insane. Yeah, As long as they're able to keep that up mm-hmm. like, and the challenges and inducing all kinds of fun things on the platform and keeping the organic reach nice and high, or at least to an extent, yeah. higher yeah. than the median, uh, not going anywhere soon. I think IG, Facebook better hurry up and change something fast. Yeah. Right. Uh, all of the, actually this is interesting because all of the other platforms that kind of try to copy TikTok, yeah. and there's a lot, bro. so many. There's literally an army. So Mm -hmm. like, uh, now YouTube's trying to do it too. Shorts by like, uh, sorry, Shorts by YouTube. Yeah. There's Likey Singapore app. There's Tangi, which is Google's. Yeah. Which I think is coming out soon. Uh, Lasso tried it. IG Reels, whatever. Triller, Byte, all kinds of stuff. Right. Uh, One of the things that they're gonna they're gonna so they're all trying to fight for that domain of short form video app. Mm -hmm. That that lateral. Right. And one of the things that they're gonna struggle with. Is the what I call like TikTok virus kind of thing. Okay. So it's like, for example, IG Reels comes forward and Byte comes forward and everybody already established their position on TikTok to an extent. Yeah. It's, been, it's still been a while. Um, what happens, to the TikTok virus, what I'm referring to is like, let's say Byte comes forward, all the creators start seeing a little bit of stuff happening on yeah, mm-hmm. or happening on Triller. Right. So what, they, what do they do? They take their TikTok, they just throw it on the, onto Byte, uh-huh. on Triller. Right, right. And the entire app just gets completely eclipsed. Yeah. yeah, by TikToks basically becoming TikTok, right? Yeah. Right,
3: right, right, right. It's
1: I don't know cool how they're it. gonna do it, uh-huh. but these that's gonna be a big challenge for a lot of these guys, like IG Reels, bro. I mean, everyone I know they just throw the TikToks on IG Reels, yeah. yeah. they don't yeah. do like native IG Reel. Yeah. No, exactly, you're just like duplicating the same content. Yeah, yeah, content, yeah, like yeah, 15, second, 15 second clip, yeah.
0: But by the way, man, we spoke about every social media that there is, except in my opinion, the biggest one, but YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah, how do you feel about YouTube? I mean like man it's been there since forever and now it's like at, like, in my opinion YouTube there's never gonna be a thing that's gonna replace it like.
1: it's hard but that's the, that's the thing of all the social media platforms you can like choose like okay to be a video dominant thing yeah. or just even more subsection yeah. video long form dominant or yeah. video short form dominant mm-hmm. or picture dominant or text dominant Twitter yeah. um, and once you've controlled that entire like that environment right. yeah. it's very hard for someone to come in and be like I get out of here. <laughs> yeah, very, very tough. It almost has to be disrupted by some sort of outside force, right? right? So like TikTok's kind of like hurting, uh, TikTok's hurting uh, Spotify, mm-hmm. TikTok's hurting uh, YouTube, TikTok's hurting Facebook. It's like another, and it's it, from another different angle. Yeah. Uh, but YouTube, bro, like it's so strong. Like uh, evergreen content can stay there forever. Right. I mean, it's hard to start from ground zero as a creator, yeah. but if you're able to like leverage it. But I, I think Like too, TikTok and then YouTube
0: is the monetization To aspect on YouTube That's very strong And I think That's one of the main points That differentiates Certain platforms From one another Because, yeah. because I have uh, One friend That's uh, Shout out to to uh, Do you know Cyan? He was Cyan. in Concordia, Concordia. Yeah, yeah I know. he's doing the daily talk Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but, yeah, he, true. Sorry, podcast but he was talking to me about the fact that like weed videos couldn't get monetized on those platforms oh, yeah, yeah. and all of this but it's like this is those are limitations for content at the same time because he told me like there's not a lot of people because you know he was uh, dealing with uh, watching what uh, vice quebec was mm-hmm. doing and they were doing a lot of weed videos, but they couldn't get any monetization from it because okay. in the terms and regulations of YouTube, they wouldn't allow it and all of this. But I feel like all of those terms and regulations, like it happened with Twitter that people said that Twitter was too liberal yeah. in the way that they were operating and all of this. But you can close and open doors with those terms and regulations at a certain
1: point. Well, you know, that's a, well, one thing too with like just Silicon Valley in general, Right. Uh, aside from all the drug stuff and whatever, mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is bad on TikTok too. Like, if, if TikTok sees one thing it doesn't like, the AI just looks at it, ask for you. <laughs> bro, relax.
3: Chill. Educa- chill. It's educational, chill. bro, relax. I'm
1: trying to help them understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, uh, the, the same thing with the door of, uh, for example, like political views. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like they kind of like, for example, speech, right? They say hate speech. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What exactly does that mean? Yeah. What constitutes? And the hate speech is going to be di- dictated by subjectively by the individual 100%. who's yeah. controlling the company. Yeah. And they just may, might just like cut out your account for being a hate speech guy or whatever. Yeah. So as of right now, what we're seeing Facebook, IG, Twitter, all these guys, YouTube, is it seems like people that are right wing, not even radical right, but they'll say it's radical right. Yeah. yeah, yeah right wing yeah, yeah. people are being like uh, a little bit uh, kind of like. Um, censored mm-hmm. yeah that could be a big uh, opening for a door for another platform to come on and be like yo we're here for you we're yeah. gonna
0: push the right wing people to gonna, have their own thing where they're not gonna be stigmatized yeah.
1: but we're gonna be like fill the gap say whatever you want yeah. right I, I. if you wanna see them racist go ahead
0: but do you think that's dangerous because I mean like Let's, let's look at TikTok, man. There's so many kids on TikTok. Like mm-hmm. it's good to have terms and regulations in a certain sense because having this type of free Country, market, yeah. like having this type of free market yeah. with content is very dangerous because- well, like, it's unpredictable, it's like- No, but like just in this day and age, a thing that I find that's so crazy, but like nobody's batting an eye because we're just used to it, but like anybody can take their phone and record themselves filming anything, yeah. anything. Anybody yeah. can put anything on the internet, it can go viral with all of this. So this is why to meet this type of like internet police is important in a sense because it's- Well,
1: the, the private the, the private company, like let's say it's Facebook, they can do whatever they want. So like, yeah. You know, it's, and I love when people say like, oh, uh, first, uh, first amendment, free speech, whatever. And yeah. I'm like, private property has precedence over your first yeah. amendment thing. 100%. The first amendment thing, free speech is for, you can say whatever you want on your property. Right, yeah. exactly. This is their property. Yeah. Now there's a lot of stuff that's there, but uh, is it dangerous? I mean, I don't even know. I mean, the first question is, can that type of platform even pick up with mainstream people? Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe not. Because it's going to be a niche. Like maybe not. And if they identify and say like, again, on this platform, uh, anyone saying anything, there's going to be a lot of stuff that could be whatever. Yeah. Right. But I it's think add your, it's at your own choice and discretion.
0: But at the same time, I think the issue with that is that if there's free speech on a certain platform, it's going to be very difficult to monetize the things because who would want to give ads to free speech because it's like your ad can go on any type of video or whatever if there's not a good control over it. Like if I'm a company yeah, and but I, say, I, I want to I put was referring to touch.
1: like the organic content. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. For the Facebook ad stuff. But not Facebook necessarily. Ads, Facebook. But for the that yeah. platform's ads thing. Yeah. Yeah, it could be more strict. Sure. Why not? Okay. Um, and again, maybe like the goal of the platform is not even to be like monetized. <laughs> yeah. Monetized. Maybe right. it is, but maybe not. Okay.
2: What's your point of you view on Snapchat? <laughs> <I> <laughs> yeah, don't, we're doing touching. Uh, notes, I, don't have, sure. I don't have much on it.
1: No. <laughs> is it still alive? Yeah, it's alive. It's actually alive. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I don't have too many friends using it. Yeah. Right. So it's anecdotal, yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I don't we know. So don't no I don't really care about it. I don't even use it. Mm-hmm. I even check everyone that was on snapchat before that i know yeah like they're not uploading stories and whatever no no exactly so i think empty. it's just, just like it's your friends it's a bit there, like whatever. a messenger
0: you know people they're just using it to chat between themselves and to have those little group convos
1: i think there's something they need to add on onto it to make it more popular again mm-hmm. i don't uh, know what it is though yeah but i, I, I think it's stuff. pretty
0: it's pretty dead because they don't have the same funding as the other big uh, tech companies yeah. and this is like do you think it's a bad thing that there's such a monopoly in the t- in the tech industry because it's like all the big corporations now—Google, like now, um, Microsoft—you Microsoft. can just buy in, like on your concepts, and just put more money into it, and then you're screwed.
1: You know? I mean, not particularly. Again, the whole monopoly fear thing is a little bit ridiculous. Right. I mean, TikTok just completely came in by storm. Yeah. yeah. If we had a bunch of regular, what what creates the? If we want to talk about monopolies for a little bit, the monopoly thing—the biggest problem with monopolies—is when the company. Gains some sort of political power through legislation blocking anyone from coming in. Yeah. Then it's GG wipeout. Yeah. I, like right now. If you want, yeah, if you, you want to fight, see. if you want to fight that company, that platform, yeah. you have to free it up, free mm-hmm. up the econ. Right. Mm-hmm. Let these guys come together and destroy these guys. Right. And there's gonna be someone that will come.
2: Yeah. Do you think the ban is gonna be real or the US, oh, US ban? Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I doubt it. I doubt it. You doubt it? Highly doubt it. Just I mean, conspir- conspiracy. The uh, so <laughs> India banned it. Yeah, and India is very collectivistic, mm-hmm. right? So I, I mean, I even see it as soon as you say India, yeah, people that are Indian, they're like, yo, that's me. <laughs> <say>, Alright. <laughs> or because they're bad about India, the gang. If you say, if you say they're bad about India. Yo, screw you, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so India is very collectivistic it. Meaning that the government <laughs> <It's crazy>. has <laughs> Near unlimited power To do whatever it is that it wants Modi, right. unlimited Does whatever he wants uh-huh. yeah. Because the people are like Oh yeah, he, he, he's representative of the people Alright In right. the United States Constitution, whatever mm-hmm. You can't do that no. You can't just go in and be like Yo bro, uh, I know you have a little restaurant But uh, I don't like you yeah. <laughs> I'm taking no. it down right now yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where you're at what? I mean, for what? You're yeah. a national security threat I, I know you're friends with the buddy, down, the guy in China <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, it's not, um, it doesn't work like can't that. Just do that. And it's like a full violation of property. Um, could you imagine if they banned TikTok? It's That'd like crazy. It's gonna send a massive signal in finance right. to every guy that decides to be a foreign investor or to yeah. invest in the United States with their business or to yeah. headquarter in the United States, whatever. Just because, and just because TikTok is attributed to Chinese government, mm-hmm. just because this guy's attributed to S- Sweden, which may have a rogue government. It's like,
3: huh. no, it's too <laughs> much. Maybe man,
1: not for sure. And uh, the government doesn't even have, I don't think it has that, that power to be able to just come in and be like, yo, we don't have any proof, mm-hmm, yeah. but uh, we don't like you guys too much and you're Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> just who gives shit? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, but I think it's more of a political move. Mm-hmm. The political move is that Trump is coming up with the election, Democratic Party, yeah, United States right. elections. And uh, we already know that, again, that the platforms in general are very biased towards the left, mm-hmm. um, including TikTok, by the way. Right. Um, so this might be a move to kind of like pressure TikTok mm-hmm. so while it's getting pressured it's not doing this whole censorship thing yeah. and trying to sway people to whatever votes uh, number one yeah. number two how did he win the election the first, the first time around mm-hmm. one of the primary things of winning the election had to do with uh, you identify a problem that's external Yeah. you tell the American people yo bro all your problems it's those Chinese guys <laughs> They vote for you. For sure. This kind of ties into the same thing again. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it it's China, China mm-hmm. Chinese virus, China everything, and uh, so that's probably one. I think it's like a political theater and political move. Mm-hmm. I doubt it's gonna be bad.
0: What do you think about uh, now? Joe Biden is running uh, for president. It, it was announced uh, today that he's representing.
1: Yeah, I, 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 think, you, I, th- I. To be honest, I think Trump's gonna win. Again? Yeah, I yeah, don't no. think Joe Biden's gonna win. I mean, I don't follow politics too, too, too closely, but everything that I've been seeing up to this point now, and I've gone, I've looked at everything, right? right. Yeah. She, uh, the, only, the play Joe Biden's going to go down is going to be basically, and this is what the Democratic Party's going to do. They're going to go down the play of, yeah, we're not Trump. Vote for us. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, this is it. Man. They're not going to make take a position, whatever. But the, yeah, Joe Biden, mm-hmm. he's gonna try to be as centrist as possible, mm-hmm. not not putting out any policies. Yep. If he does, it's gonna yeah. give even more leverage to, to, to Trump. Yeah, uh, and uh, he's gonna play. He's gonna try to be as aware as possible. Right. Which I don't even know if he's if he's even able to be uh, as a as a bro a president of the United States. You have to be like on on point no, like all the time. Sharp, bro. Everybody's freaking shitting on you. Yeah. <laughs> Literally no sleep. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't even know if he's able to do that. But uh, as of right now, I think Trump's gonna win. Right, but I feel like Joe Biden, I,
0: well, this might be conspiracies, but I heard that he has like pretty bad dementia at this
1: point. That's what I'm referring to. That's yeah. what I think about. Joe Biden's gonna be a centrist. So he's not gonna make any claims boldly. Like a people pleaser. Exactly, yeah. and he's gonna be as uh, trying as hard as possible just to be <laughs> able to sit there and yeah, yeah. answer yeah. questions. Represent people, yeah. Without looking stupid, because right. yeah. like you said, dementia. It's like we're, right now he's getting questions that are very soft, not even hard questions, uh-huh. and he's kind of having a hard time to be like. Yeah, he could get yeah. exposed,
3: bro. Like, <laughs> what, yeah. happens, what, happens when, what happens
1: when he's standing in front of a crowd of like a thousand people ever? Right. And he's speaking with another guy down there, yeah. hating him. <laughs> yeah, he's getting it's gonna tough. Be hard. <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be hard, bro. Like now he's chilling in his basement speaking, and it's like. It's go, hard already. Bro, you
0: do you think there's gonna be a second wave of COVID?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't even know. You don't know. I don't know what. I don't even know what second wave it means. But um, I think COVID's a bit uh, p- very politicized. Yeah. Right. Holy crap. Yeah. They politicized that thing hard. Right.
0: Well, I think lockdown when it first happened was a thing of national health security. But coming out of lockdown is a political thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the whole thing was the kind of the thing.
0: Well, kind. I mean, at first it was a real threat, in my opinion, because yeah, I feel. The, uh, so
1: the, when I when I said at the beginning, I meant the approach. Okay. Mm-hmm approach pull the plug and a story right 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 right. pull right. the plug what do you mean yeah but i mean
0: at the same time the u.s hasn't been as drastic what, as they should yeah have.
1: but they should have what they should have done yeah because that's the thing they can't it's not an authoritarian regime mm-hmm. we're not we're not it's like that's why i, I was telling my mom yesterday that's why i laugh and yeah. it's a little bit related it's actually important it's like people are comparing countries solely based on one variable yeah. which is the coronavirus right and i'm like <laughs> it's true it's, bro it's very we, don't, we don't run the country solely on coronavirus cases I mean I could, I could North Korea freaking shoot all of you guys that have coronavirus mm-hmm. end of story right. no cases are going to be happy? probably no
0: mm-hmm. oh, but it's the statistics there. they don't say everything yeah. you know? because
1: it's about how many people oh, yeah, are yeah, being tested yeah, yeah. how many people are being tested yeah, the, this is a the, big thing too the most rational f- approach to this whole thing would have been isolate the most vulnerable yeah. stay home isolate Parents don't come talk to your kid. Literally, yeah. yeah. Uh, don't visit your parents. S- let them stay in their thing. Yeah. Uh, test a shit ton so you get as much data as possible. Yeah. And uh, that would be the most efficient. But now it's just like everything else
0: yeah but at the same time man it depends on the demographic that's being hit because here in Quebec it's like okay we don't have that many cases
2: oh well, it's just Montreal that's been hit
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, the th-
0: but the thing is too like you don't have that many cases yeah 80% of the cases are in CHSLD and with el- the elderly people so it's yeah, like yeah. so it's like it's bad statistics yeah. you know like even if it's not a lot of people if everybody that's being hit are the vulnerable people like yeah, you're not doing good yeah. at all <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you but know all, but it's also like like I said earlier it's like Really, it's like to what degree does something become a threat to just be like all the values of the West, Mm -hmm. throw it out the window. All property rights violate all of them. Individual rights violate all of them. Mm -hmm. What the hell? Yeah. And and if you set a precedent
0: with this afterwards, then it can become problematic, you know, because this is why there were conspiracies of people saying that like the reason why they're holding us up is to control us in a sense. But it's like it's not entirely true, but at the same time, it
1: gauges how far they can go oh yeah yeah. that's a that's signal it's like okay our population is very they're just gonna submit exactly so we can do anything we want by the way that's now that's the playbook as soon as another virus comes Mm -hmm. and we don't really know what it is ooh virus scary shut down pull the plug yeah Mm -hmm. so for everybody in business you better find a way to make yourself to be as adaptable to that type of environment as possible because if you, have, if you have like a restaurant or a brick and mortar thing oh that, oh, was, man. Uh, that, it's, that was hard well, for a restaurant they pull the plug again it's like yeah. what are you gonna do
0: no but it comes back to the thing of like if you don't have any online presence in 2020 as a business owner like you're not doing yeah you, well you you're, you're not, not you're not optimizing you're not winning you're not winning because like, this is the whole thing next, you know?
1: thing next thing you know we have like a virus coming from russia yeah or a virus coming from vietnam and it's like, oh vietnamese virus yeah. who
0: gives a shit bro you know, one month
1: out no business no whatever But my god it's insane yeah, yeah. And, and it's like again like I said it's like we can go full authoritarian for the sake of the coronavirus and the most uh, the most vulnerable yeah whatever that even means nobody defines it and then it's like what are the side effects that happen right. oh shut up don't listen don't talk about that mm-hmm. don't talk about that what about econ what about mental health of people what yeah. about all kinds of violation of values that, we, that we're supposed to be about yeah oh, I don't care about that
0: but this is why to me it's so crazy man because there
1: there wasn't any talks about
0: like mental health no talks about a lot of issues that were very important it was just just economics yeah it's like like shut up and just do whatever and it's like this is it you know but exactly
1: as soon as i saw that and i saw the approach they were taking i was like oh
0: god yeah you know it's gonna be be a long month (laughs) you
1: know what's worse you know what's worse is that i feel like canadians are even more unanimously together with lockdown all right yeah right. which is scary because i'm like holy crap but well, what's the next thing you're gonna do
0: exactly yeah they're vulnerable yeah, yeah.
1: and they, they look at americans for sure and by the way some americans are dumb but they look at americans they're like let's say fighting for freedom thing and i'm yeah. like and they're like these guy's all stupid yeah no maybe you should think <laughs> at least think about think it for, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah think about at think it exactly.
0: because well i mean if you just look at the statistics though like in the united states it's a bit like it's pushed far right now because oh, man. All,
1: like all the numbers are just like and then the WHO changes the thing again and California, the CDC changes the thing the, again. Yeah. yeah but it's going to change after the it's election been.
2: it's just an election move but that's what i said like
1: yeah. it, this is it's like blm all right yeah uh, coronavirus yeah. I, LGBT. i it's like what about 2 years ago yeah <laughs> oh, okay the election's coming up okay i got it yeah, yeah
0: exactly the timing feels right yeah <laughs> it's perfect it's yeah. the perfect time yeah. for it it's just that's a why, excuse. Like exactly. everyone,
1: everyone shut up. Yeah. We don't have any
2: problems. <laughs> and then the election comes and then there's a solution. Exactly. There's a solution. That's and I mean. we're gonna
0: implement it. And we're the party that's gonna change everything.
1: It's funny because I said I said that on my story, on my IG story. I'm like, think carefully right. uh, about what the agenda and who benefits from whatever that happens. Yeah. Right. Nothing controversial, just mm-hmm. like think. Yeah. And people getting mad and I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell did I say?
0: Yeah, but I feel like with the the COVID situation and people staying home all the time, people yeah. are just irritated at everything, bro. Like everything that's a little bit controversial in nature that's being oh, posted 100%. online, people they they have ape shit, bro. They have time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, people you
1: have, have time. Yeah, you you're chilling at home, kind of bored a little bit. Yeah people cashing
0: on their pcu pcu uh
1: right exactly huh? and then, uh, uh exactly so they're all uh, going out activism whatever mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. well the united states like it's a disaster chicago seattle uh portland mm-hmm. it's like riots everywhere i'm like what the hell yeah
2: yeah this is, think, a, is, is it is it's a big subject COVID on tiktok like is it so mainstream yeah uh, or, uh i don't it think it's as mainstream off? i
1: can i i think what happened is like okay covid's a huge thing everyone's scared all right yeah. Yeah, it's the best worst virus of all time all right mm-hmm and then BLM and then everyone does protesting but they they know and they know deep down they're like coronavirus is bad right and they're like I don't know if I'm also with them for that
0: but it's a conflict of interest in nature man
1: and then BLM passes and they're like they're obviously going to be like I guess it's not as bad as I thought but I don't want to say anything yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it bro they're all like okay coronavirus is so bad okay it's the worst the worst thing ever shut down everything all right BLM comes okay cool oh it's back to the worst thing ever and it's like what?
0: yeah yeah but at the same time man it's a uh, it's just a very touchy situation because the blm movement in this united states man the situation with george floyd uh, brianna taylor all of this yeah. man it's like you know at some point you gotta step up man i don't care if there's a real pandemic or whatever like
1: yeah, yeah but it's just like at least be consistent with your claim mm-hmm. yeah, oh 100%. yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah there's definitely protesting. inconsistencies for we're sure. protesting it's good or it's uh, whatever it's like we think it's good right at least say okay coronavirus is bad yeah. yeah nah, nah. no how do, the do you feel about the how do you feel
0: about the rioters
1: uh okay so it basically summarizes like this okay the whole thing yeah. and i've been following blm since the founding 2013 funded by 100 million dollars by hillary clinton foundation yeah. clinton foundation and george soros and all these guys all right all right it's been around for a while mm-hmm. when i saw Can- canadians and europeans and australians and all these guys saying blm i'm like holy crap One of the most successful campaigns I've ever seen in my life. Right. Yeah. They did a semantic overload. Mm -hmm. Just like Black Lives, people just think, "Oh, the life of Black people matter." That's what they're about, right? Yeah. But there's actually an organization, Black Lives Matter, and I knew that from the beginning. Okay. Um, It summarizes like this: every movement that you see, neo-feminism, LGBTQ, and people can be mad about about this too. Yeah. BLM, coronavirus, radical environmentalists, whatever. When you look at the solutions that they provide to all these uh, issues that they're yeah. referring to, all comes down to the same thing. Wealth redistribution from people that have to people mm-hmm. that don't have, right. oppressor to oppressed, Marxist, and uh, nationalization of a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. So all of these are the fronts. Mm-hmm. These At the fundamental, yeah. it always comes back to the same, th- same thing, Marxism, socialism, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I see someone, I have empathy for what they're saying, like Black Lives Matter or whatever. All right, cool. But I know deep down what the real agenda is. So I'm like, uh, I'm scared. But I feel like wealth
0: wealth redistribution and to come back on the subject of free market, because we were talking about this earlier. Okay, okay. Man, it's it's a bit like when I'm seeing the situation with uh, Jeff Bezos like on the corporate level to me it's all right if a company like is dealing with free market laws and they're just Mm -hmm. like upping the production overall in the society but when it's personal wealth like nobody in their right mind like should allow someone to have that much money on a personal level like in my opinion like because i was talking about this with uh, one of my friends and we said like there should be a cap of yeah. personal wealth after one billion dollars. Yeah, that's Because it's saying. like one billion, lot bro. You can that. do
1: whatever you a lot, want. A lot of people are saying that. But um,
0: how do you feel about that?
1: Uh, completely rejected. Okay. They should have unlimited cap. Why? Um, first of all, you ask yourselves, how did they make the cash to begin with? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They started a company, put in $5 million, $10 million, in be- venture capital, all kinds mm-hmm. of guys to yeah. s- find a, a massive solution, by the way. Yeah. A massive solution to an, a huge problem. Yeah, yeah. And then people engage in voluntary transactions. All right, and then they make a byproduct of all the value they created. So they created $10 trillion of value yeah. mm-hmm. for people. Yeah. They got a byproduct out of the, the equity and the shares. Right. So mm-hmm. That's excellent. You should be allowed to take whatever you want. So it's completely righteous. It's completely moral. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't like it because it's against the moral code you think it's completely moral completely moral, moral, completely moral. Okay. but i mean my moral standard is not the same as the generic yeah. moral standard right. the generic the the mainstream moral standard for the last millennials mm-hmm. was the moral standard of altruism so the right. religious have it, the socialists have it yeah it's to suffer for the other mm-hmm. my brother's keeper yeah. my life belongs to the other yeah the moral standard i believe in is my life belongs to me yeah so it's more individualistic right. um, so a, a capitalist and a free market guy, mm-hmm. they see this. They're righteous. Keep all the cash you that you you've earned. You've earned. Yeah. Okay. The Marxist and the socialists and the radical religious will see that as evil because it's against the moral code.
0: Right. Yeah, but I understand your position, uh, truly. It's just that I feel like um, it's like I understand. This, this, this that is like.
1: The, by the way, I, I don't want to cut you off, but this is like we could go on five hours about yeah, this. It's yeah just about this i know i know yeah, this is yeah, like yeah, 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 a yeah, pretty yeah. subject yeah the free market is a hell
2: of a subject for sure wait i want to go back to what if tiktok did not exist or it was banned yeah what would yeah. happen in your opinion
1: uh well first of all it's banned in the u.s i would probably lose 16 percent of my followers mm-hmm. yeah 16 16 16 it's not, it's not that bad. bad yeah it's not too bad yeah but i'm canadian yeah but um it definitely be a huge blow to the platform. Mm-hmm. But what's the problem with the states is this too? Okay, and we see this with every issue. Yeah, is the states is kind of like the we look up to it. Yeah, every country, they just go like, what is the states doing? oh okay they're banning tiktok hmm. maybe you should ban it too probably yeah so then japan follows mm-hmm. and then australia follows and all these guys follow oh right. maybe we should ban their evil chinese mm-hmm. ccp <laughs> it's like a symbol <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you see when you see the u.s government doing certain things or something happening in the u.s yeah. it's like what i'm scared of is not just the u.s but it's like everyone every that happens yeah mm-hmm. um if it gets banned well that sucks but i doubt it's I, for, first of all i super convinced it's not gonna happen yeah, right. not because I like TikTok but just I also like the TikTok but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not gonna happen and uh, if it hap- if it does happen then uh, I'm gonna have to i everybody's gonna, gonna go have go to, back to IG. I'm gonna have to adapt yeah. oh no I'm still gonna be on TikTok yeah okay but, had, but I'll be targeting Europeans Asians had
0: TikTok not been there in the first place where do you think you would have been as a content
1: creator uh, I would still be on IG but I'll also be looking around for other platforms yeah right
0: Cause I think you'd be was sick scared. on YouTube, man.
1: I was scared of TikTok, bro. I yeah. was like, video. Okay, so I was always the type of guy that kind of stays behind the scenes, yeah. push other people's content forward. Right. Yeah. I don't like being the influencer or yeah. the guy speaking or whatever. Then I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going in. <laughs> yeah. Video. I know that you could, you could re you could refilm the thing, so it's yeah. very fun. And it was a good uh, experience for me to develop the public speaking skills, being on camera, a good challenge, so I like the challenge. Uh, But yeah, YouTube in the future, for sure, bro, for long form stuff, Mm -hmm. guaranteed.
0: And which uh, format do you think you would be filming videos? Like uh, more-
1: Compilations? Like, 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 yeah, or? Uh, For the videos I would do, I think I'd probably just do like, me in front of a camera, literally. Yeah? (laughs) Like Like vlog style? No vlog style, just like literally- Sitting down. Sitting down. Five second segments. Yeah, yeah oh you still do short videos was... super raw five okay. minutes <laughs> yeah. or, or i would do like uh some maybe like some video podcast format yeah. thing right like this like this is perfect yeah, yeah this dude, is perfect you have, a, you have a one hour two hour se- segment yeah. and yeah. you could break it up in segments But I feel.
0: But what's interesting with this format too is like you bring in people that you find that are interesting. Yeah. So us, we decided to bring you over because we thought, man, like you're a sick dude, and it's super. We can have a super good discussion. Yeah. You know, but this is a type of format in the content creation world that is a bit unique in a sense because when you're playing by yourself, it's different than playing with other parties and involving people in the content creation that you're doing
1: yeah and people like to talk about themselves yeah so so you guys look for people you find like an executive that has no social media presence maybe yeah Mm -hmm. then you ask him hey bro you want to do a podcast with me please yeah yeah sure bro yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then next thing you know but the crazy part about the whole podcast thing is like you have me yeah And then you could use me as leverage to get another guy. It's like, yo, bro, we just did a podcast with a guy, million followers, and uh, we'd be excited to have you who has 500K, 2 million, whatever. And then he goes, okay, so the guy with a million trusted you, i trust you too yeah okay okay
0: but i'll tell you this was the difficulty for us to start launching this first season because although we had bought this crazy setup and this whole thing Mm. it's like people yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like that that that, that 4k smoothness (laughs) but yeah man so like although we had bought this whole thing like when i'm reaching out to people and all of this they're like Yo, like if I'm a big name and all of this, like I'm taking a risk here. And I understood what they were saying. Like it's a risk to come on a platform with people because like I feel we're trustable people when you know us in real life. But there's a lot of people that are Mm -hmm. ill-intentioned and that want to fuck you over for fame or to get like a viral segment especially when you're in the public eye yeah
2: journalists no so this
0: I think this was one of the boundaries that was very difficult for us to cross mm-hmm. and okay. uh, like as we're going on with the podcast I want to tell you too. thank you thank so you, much yeah, for coming oh yeah no it's yeah. my pleasure yeah. it's, super <laughs> it's super cool fun. Man. super cool to have you on and uh, but it's nice
1: because uh, you guys could do a podcast then you could edit after and you yeah. guys being a whatever yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, for sure, <laughs> for sure. So, um, because I think we're coming
0: to near the end of the okay. podcast because yep. we're gonna let you uh, go train and make these gains. You you <laughs> um, go. before we leave, man, who are your biggest inspirations at the moment in your life?
1: Man, it's I a mean, a question, huh? I really look at a lot of people, yeah, but I think my biggest inspiration right now because I'm I've kind of gone out a little bit of the technical uh, day-to-day kind of stuff and yeah. gone more into philosophy, whatever, Yeah. which by the way, uh, helped me understand the world super well yeah. and gave me like a really, really strong backbone. Mm-hmm. A lot a lot less fear now. Yeah. Um, I listened to a guy called Yaron Brook. Yaron Brook. Yeah. This guy's a beast. Okay. I don't even know what to say. Like I I try hard to be like, yo, your point about this is not good and this thing's not good. Yeah. And I don't believe this philosophy, whatever. Uh-huh. I still can't find it, the problem. Right. right? Right. He, uh, so you're on Brooke uh, but I listened to a bunch of guys mm-hmm. Gary V was a huge one for me yeah. in my uh, th- like 3-4 years ago yeah. for just branding reinforcing with structure the mindset in my head yeah. the mindset I had when it came to business and social media and the approach to like just life in, in general. general so that was a huge 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 thing Sure, but uh, and um I think those two guys are really big. I, I mean, I listened to all of them. I listened to Grant Cardone, yeah. I listened to Tom Bilyeu. Yeah. I listened to Value Yeah. Gary Vee, listened to Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, uh, all these guys. All of the big mainstream guys. All of the, the U- more mainstream team. guys, yeah. and uh, But Yaron Brooks is the least mainstream guy. Yeah, but He's honestly, like, out of all of
0: the list of the people <laughs> that you talked about, it's the only one that I don't know, so I'll take this recommendation and go look at it.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's like I think twenty thousand subscribers on YouTube. Okay. Really, there's nobody. He's still small. Okay, okay, okay. Super small. Yeah. Super small. And yeah, yeah. His, the ideology that we kind of like focus on with with this yeah. is guaranteed to never become mainstream right. until there's a moral revolution. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why it's so small. Okay. Because, bro, like I told you before, and people are probably getting mad when I when I said it earlier. Uh-huh. Who the hell goes and says dismantle? Uh, healthcare. Right. Yeah. Dismantle education. Dismantle all the regulations and banking. Dismantle all, the, all kinds of whatever. F- make it full, laissez faire free. Nobody says that. Right. Like, Republicans don't say that. Uh, libertarians are all over the place. It's mm-hmm. a huge tent thing. Nobody says that. It's like a whole so, system reward. Yeah, yeah. And they don't say that and they don't like those kinds of ideas. Mm-hmm. Full, full responsibility, individualism, whatever. Yeah. Because of the morality of altruism. Yeah. Yeah. Even the Republicans have the morality of altruism. Right. They're religious
0: yeah no it's a great uh, closing statement i believe yeah. <laughs> so man yeah, yeah. uh once again man thank because, you uh, we're at the end yeah i want to thank you so much for taking the time today to come with us man it's super cool uh, and want, i uh, yeah. hope that we can invite you uh, again too uh, in the oh, future yeah for sure, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. so uh, it's super nice no uh, it's
1: uh, it's been uh super exciting a lot of value i hope for a lot of people yeah, yeah and uh but yeah bro i think i thank you guys a lot <laughs> yeah it super really appreciated but yeah. do
0: you have uh, any closing statements for the people yeah.
1: watching and also share your social media yeah share stuff. your social media oh, okay. my share closing, meeting, yeah. my, i guess my closing statements would yeah. be uh, a little <laughs> bit more macro maybe yeah but specifically for social media stuff um would be to try as hard as possible to develop self-awareness of yourself right and dismantle all the liber- the limitations to make yourself free mm-hmm. so dismantle the fear Like actively dismantle the fear. Mm -hmm. It's always gonna be there, but try to like manage it properly. Dismantle the ego as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Build up the humility, test stuff out. Mm -hmm. Test a lot of stuff out. Don't be arrogant. I think you could do really good.
0: Yeah, honestly, uh, this is a great closing statement because for us,
1: like uh, starting, yes, for us
0: starting this whole thing and being on camera and uh, you know at the start of the podcast, you're always a bit anxious and yeah, there's like uh, uh, all of the equipment here, all the equipment, yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly, it's always (laughs) because you're like uh, on the spot, you know, and and, uh, getting used to this uh, fear and facing it every day when you're doing new content. It makes you a better man. At
1: yeah. the end of oh, the day. like imagine you guys in like a year. Yeah, yeah. be way much more fluid, way exactly. faster. Yeah, maybe better equipment. Yeah, everything's gonna be just really good. Yeah, all right, man. So uh, thank my you. My, my, yeah, uh, for my for my handles. Uh, if you guys want to message me on Instagram, yeah. it's King underscore K H I E U. And if you want to send me an email, it's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, dot K-H-I-E-U, at gmail.com. Yeah. So we'll put all the links uh, in the the description description down below.
0: So give a like, subscribe if you like the content. We're going to be doing a lot of uh, videos like this with people from Montreal and showing you all the best content that we can push forward to you guys. So thanks, everyone, for uh, the people that have been listening. And thanks to Michael once again. So there you go. Nice, bro.